Here I am. It's Saturday morning at 2 a.m. It still feels like Friday night. And uh, I went out with a friend this evening and had a couple drinks. And now I'm home. And uh, felt like I wanted to yap. Because I'm obviously feeling a little chill right now. And it's probably the most relaxed I've felt all day. And it's actually really fucking bad to feel that way because I'm lubricated with alcohol. And uh, <laughs> it's dumb, isn't it? It's so dumb. Oh, naive, silly Amy, you're so dumb. But hey, you know what's super nice? What's super nice is sitting with somebody face-to-face and being able to have a conversation with them and see their facial expressions and see that they're being supportive and see that they're there for you and all this cool stuff. And you know what was so fun? I haven't seen this friend of mine in such a long time. And I kind of talked to him about, I have all these crazy dreams and I have all these things I really want. And a couple days ago or a day and a half ago or whatever, I was speaking to a friend of mine and he asked me this question and it just kind of shook me because I guess I never really thought about it. And I'm so scatterbrained and messed up sometimes that I don't consider such big questions. And it's so funny because I think I do. You think you consider everything and uh, you don't. You just don't. And the question was, do you have any ambition? What a bomb, huh? Do you have any ambition? Hey, Amy, do you have any ambition? Is there something that you're driven to do? Is there something that you want so bad that you're willing to to chase it and run after it and get it? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't feel like that right now, does it? It just feels like I'm lost. Oh, I'm so lost. Oh, you're so whimsical. Oh, you're just doing this and doing that. Find what you love and let it kill you, they say. Have I just been too afraid of that? Maybe. Maybe. But I've certainly been thinking about it today and over the last 24 hours, except from like, I don't know, 5 o'clock to mm, when did I wake up today I took a midday nap a nap through the evening something I never do 
because as soon as I start sleeping, I start getting afraid that what am I, what I'm doing is just avoiding life, which is totally the deal. And congratulations to me because I think today is the first time in a long time, and I mean like 15 years or something crazy like that. Maybe not. Maybe I'm exaggerating. But it's certainly been something close to that time where actually, no, 15 years is not right. I'm definitely being an exaggerate monster. But anyways, I do digress from that. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) What I'm trying to get to is that I actually cried today for the first time in a long time. And it wasn't like a single tear, you know? It was like, oh, no. It was like, I need to break down and cry. So I did. And then I fell asleep. And then I woke up, luckily, to text messages from a friend. Sometimes this happens, right? It always seems to happen at times like this in the most opportune time where I'm like, you know what would be so great right now is if I actually had someone here. But I'm being too much of a fucking pussy to actually say I need someone. I'm being too much of a baby. I talked to my girlfriend today from Oklahoma and uh, she's got her own thing going on at the moment. So I've really been trying to be just kind of careful with with whom I talk to or if I do want to ask for help, I'm, I'm trying to be consider, considerate about who I ask for that help from. Because it's just, it's so weird. There's so many things to work through. It's embarrassing. It feels uncomfortable. I don't feel like I can talk to certain people. I feel like I want to push certain people away, as I was talking about earlier. Man, I am just up and down right now. So it's like whatever is going to get me through this time, I'm going to do it. God, this being human shit is real crazy, huh? Nobody ever talks about this stuff. So let me be the first. Let me be the pioneer in this area to really dive deep into myself and share with you the fucking insane meanderings of my consciousness and trying to cope with what's happening within me and without and trying to reconcile those things. And at the same time, laughing about it and also being like, ooh, dealing with embarrassment and humiliation and all these things that that people try to run from all the time and tell themselves they don't feel. I'm not. I'm trying to run into it. And while doing that, there's just this really gross feeling of like, ooh, I can't believe I'm me right now. And ooh, I really ideally would have somebody that I can talk to right now that I really, really can trust and that will really care and and be aware of how they're kind of dealing with me so as to not make the problem worse, which makes it difficult because as I said, bit of a pussy. So emotional that I can't deal with other people's nonsense and how they think about how I feel about it. So I tend to cut myself off, which really... It's understandable why people don't 
have friendships or relationships that are this deep where they can comfortably ask for help? Or is it just me? Am I the the one who's so broken that I can't actually talk about things properly with people because I don't want to bring them down? I don't know. It could be the case, you know. But I've got to tell you, once you get over that, and sometimes you need a little bit of alcohol to do so, it's nice to be able to talk to somebody and not feel like you're so alone. And the even nicer thing about having friends who are older than me is that they've already gone through this insecure part. That's what it is. It's an insecurity with just dealing with how much we really deal with change and how it affects us and how we're constantly trying to be this person that's keeping things the same and maintaining a certain homeostatic state while somehow trying to live in this world and in this environment that's constantly changing around you. It's not that weird. But like I said, it feels really good to have friends. It feels good. You know what? It feels good when at the opportune, perfect timing, when you need that, it just pops in. Like I haven't seen this friend of mine for, I don't know, it's got to be over a year at least. And it was good to see him. So we went over to Boston Pizza. We got a couple of drinks. We sat there and, you know, his dad just died recently. So he's dealing with a whole bunch of family stuff and his kids going to school. And there's a bunch of trans stuff that's being introduced into the curriculum. And he was telling me all this crazy shit about how he's got stalkers online who are obviously parents of other children, who are just calling him a bigot and racist somehow. and Because it always comes back down to that if you don't agree with something or if you don't think your five-year-old should be taught about sexual issues so young, which is totally fair. I can see the concern. And it's funny to hear about because I haven't actually heard about anything close to here when it comes to that kind of stuff. But now that I do, it's something that's just pisses me off more (sighs) what to do what to do I don't know I can tell you it was nice to blow off some steam though and it's good to have people to do that with and as much as I try to compensate with friendships online it's definitely not as helpful Um, or useful as having people with you in real life. It's a great supplement, and it certainly has its benefits. Because like I said, obviously people are so busy that if the only time we can catch up with each other is a year later, shit's happening. And that's how it is with people I'm close to. I see them maybe once every few months. You know, once every few months. Oh my gosh, your thoughts are so unorganized. Should I even share? Yes, I'm going to share. Why? Because this is the habit I want to get into. Why? Because I think I'm recognizing more and more that this is something that I just really love to do and I'm going to do it. This is fun. So it feels so silly to shy away from it. 
I don't even know where this is going right now and I'm talking into the ether and it's going all over the place and it's silly. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> but I still love it. I still love it. It's like recording a diary entry before the end of the night. You know, sitting and writing things down, getting things off your mind. Whatever is on your mind, get it out. It feels good to get it out. It feels good to take care of it and not just leave it. And, you know, I'm glad I did because I've. It, it always starts to scare me a little bit when I'm taking a nap in the middle of the day. To shut the world out and pretend it doesn't exist so I can just get a little bit of a break from all this stupid shit that's happening in my brain. And let me tell you why else it freaks me out. So my family just has a lot of mental illness. Mental illness runs in my family. If it's not anger issues, it's alcoholism. If it's not alcoholism, it's bipolar disorder. And if it's not bipolar disorder, it's some other mood destabilizing illness that I start to think is applicable to me because of the way that I'm reacting to certain things happening around me. You know, I have problems. We all have problems. I'm so unorganized in my mind that I find it difficult to plan and kind of figure stuff out and do what I'm supposed to do to get somewhere. And I think it's because of that that I, I can't even have a clear vision to take all that energy and harness it into what should be ambition. You know, and there was another question that a friend of mine asked yesterday, what is, what is your purpose what purpose do you have? If you don't have a meaning or purpose in life, it's so difficult to direct your behavior and orient yourself. If you have nothing that's an end goal or some kind of goal, and I always seem to trick myself into thinking I have like two or three of them at the same time, but I'm obviously very not good at achieving those things. Even though I feel like I'm doing something and I'm working towards something, there's obviously something that I'm not doing enough of to drive me forward even more. And holy shit, what a scary realization to come to when you think that you're doing a lot and there's no results. Maybe it's because you need to change course. Huh, Amy, you big dumbass? Maybe it's because you need to do something different. Maybe it's because everything that you're doing right now is wrong and everything that you're getting involved in right now is wrong. And you're just not dealing with things the way that you should, the way that you should supposed to. <laughs> the way that you're supposed to. Okay? The way that you're supposed to, to get the results that you want. Maybe you need more patience. Maybe you need more of this. Maybe you need more of that. Oh my God. I have three or four people that are in my ear telling me what I need, what I need to do, what's unhealthy, what's healthy. And oh my God, aren't you worried about this? Aren't you? Yeah, I'm worried about all the things. I'm worried about all the things. <laughs> 
And instead of addressing those things, I'm just like, you know what? I, I need to focus on this one thing right now so that I can get this in order so other things can get in order. But I'm still having trouble with all these things because I am disordered. You see? You see? I am chaos incarnate. And where to begin when it comes to organizing? I don't know. But I think that I'm, I'm starting to get the kind of help that I need because I'm being honest about it with certain people. This is what I need. Look, I'm a mess. I need to organize this, this, and this aspect of this, this, and this. And I, I'm lucky enough where I have a few people in my life who are good at different aspects of the things that I need organized so I can utilize them to help me. And they're more than willing to do that. And I think at this point, it's time to swallow my pride and swallow whatever nonsense I tell myself to prevent me from getting the help that I need to get me where I need to be. Teamwork is the best. And I always say that. It's good to have a team. It's good to have a tribe. It's good to have this. But I have my own reservations about that just because I am. I take such great pride in bringing or having brought myself to this point in my life so far. So when people are like, hey, I care about you. I actually want to help you. And I'm like, I don't need your fucking help on the inside. Right? I'm reacting on that. Right? Reacting on that on the outside in the form of just get the fuck away from me, please. Just get away. I don't want you near me. I don't trust you. I am going to get screwed over by you because this has been a continuous pattern in my life. And I think by doing that, I push away the right people. And not to mention, it, heartbreak and being screwed over is kind of just a part of the game, isn't it? It's just a part of the game. It's part of the game. Sometimes you have to trust people and sometimes you just have to trust your intuitions and your intuitions might fail you too. And uh, when I'm in this spot, I'm like, hey, maybe you really should chill on the intuition stuff and just observe how people have behaved with you so far and take that and figure out whether they can actually help you or not. And sometimes it's in their favor and I still say no. <laughs> nope, something about this person's making me feel not so good right now. I'm feeling very ill, especially towards this person, but maybe it's my illness that's making me feel that way towards this person. Rambly, ranty, making no sense. I hope this is coherent, but I'm a little bit drunk, so I'm not too concerned I'm sure there's nuggets of wisdom here or there. In fact, I don't doubt there are nuggets of wisdom carpet bombed incoherently throughout as single points, not connected to anything else that I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, it's almost 2.30 in the morning. I never stay up this late. But that nap earlier, that wasn't supposed to happen in the way that it did. Hey, can you believe that? I went out on a Friday night. I never go out. <laughs> I never go out. And my crazy is coming out a little bit. 
that's coming out. All I can say is that I am happy I got to go out today and I got to have a nice good chat with my friend and sit there and talk about a bunch of stuff. You know, one of the things that I mentioned to him is there's this really great term that was used in the most recent Joe Rogan experience I watched with, uh, what's his name, Jim Gaffigan. And the term he used was political discourse fatigue because my friend was telling me about hanging out with uh, another friend of ours. Well, not too much of my friend anymore. Well, I haven't talked to him in a long time. A guy that I used to date. I dated him for a few months. And he was talking about how he's just super lefty and talking about how everybody's racist and all this stuff. And he had a friend with him. And they were just like congratulating each other about how smart they are. And my friend that I'm talking to is a little more on the right. So we, our sensibilities are more similar than his and Connor's are. And uh, it's always disappointing to kind of hear that. Especially when you think somebody is really smart. And uh, you're hearing the kind of rhetoric told to you that um, is obviously making you change your mind about the person that you thought they were. Depressing, you know? It's depressing. So depressing. Especially when you think people are smart and then you slowly recognize, mmm, I don't understand how you think you're smart. If you can't see the long-term implications of A, B, and C... And you're not willing to play those out and you're refusing to acknowledge certain aspects of human nature. I don't know how I can take you serious. You know, I just don't know. So he told me all about his last hangout with him and how that went and how it was unpleasant. He told me he usually keeps to himself and keeps his mouth shut now because he just gets pretty much eaten alive in every possible way that you can by having the opinion that doesn't go with this super lefty sensibility that people seem to have. Everybody just cares so much about appearing virtuous. Sometimes you gotta be the bad guy, you know? Sometimes you have to be the person that taketh away in the short term to giveth in the long term. And that's the deal, you know? That's the deal. And things are complex. Things are complex because there are bad and good aspects to almost everything. And at the end of the day, it's just a cost-benefit analysis. And you really do got to look at it as like, if it's mostly good, good. If it's mostly bad, out. And that's it. So we talked about, you know, having to cut people out that we don't talk to anymore or that don't serve you in a way that's going to be helpful to you. Like, whether that's cognitively, emotionally, mentally, whatever you want to call it, if people are more of a drain and situations are more of a drain, then the end goal is is worth putting that investment into. It's good to have an assessment or do a little bit of appraisal to come to that conclusion. And that takes a little bit of time and deliberation. So you do that. And then you cut people off or you, you cut out this habit or that habit or whatever, what have you. And that's a, a big conversation we had today. But some of the things I definitely need to think about on my own are really 
what is your purpose? You know, it's obviously not having kids, which I think for, for women, you know, we're lucky in that sense because that is a purpose that we have to have children, to bear children and rear them. But if that's not something you're going to engage in, if you're going to go against your natural inclinations and instincts, um, that unsettling feeling that I have, it doesn't feel that weird. The confusion that I have, it's not that weird. I'm kind of going against a grain that I probably shouldn't just for psychological reasons, you know. Women's bodies go wrong when they don't have children. When you don't have children, you increase your, your risk for heart disease and a list of other things because that's something that your body is expecting to happen within a certain time frame between like 28 and 34 or even before that when you're ready. And I think it kind of throws me into this weird position because I certainly am not going to go down that road. At this point, it's way too late to think there's anybody worthy of having a child with, you know? And not just that, I just, it's not the time. It's not good for me. It's not good because if I'm at a point where I cannot provide the life that I want to for whatever child I'm going to have, I can't consider it. It would be entirely selfish and for myself. And I don't think that's correct either. So now that that's out of the way, finding out how to direct that energy into creating something else that is going to kind of act as a baby or an infant that I need to invest in to grow it and to make it better. That's, that's something for me to think about. And I, th I think that it is very important to have a purpose and it's important to orient yourself towards that. And at the end of the day, that can be a very challenging thing to do. But hey, you do it. When you love something, no matter how clunky it is, no matter how challenging it is, no matter how shitty it's going to be sometimes, you just invest and you do it because it's what you love. And if you love it, you're going to let it kill you. And... Uh, You know, I think I found that thing, but I still got a lot of brain stuff to work out. So before I ramble on any further and say a lot of stuff that makes no fucking sense whatsoever and is total incoherent babble, I'm going to end this here. And I'm going to try and sleep even though I'm not tired and slept through the evening but if uh, you listen to this, congratulations. Good for you. Glad you did it. It's going to be crazy to sit here and put this together and edit it. But hey, whatever. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do and share the crazy shit too because that's what's real. And I'm inspired by people like Louis J. Gomez, who has the Real Ass Podcast, and he's like, you know what? Getting up in front of a mic and talking shit is just the most natural thing for me to do. It just feels, it's just, I'm comfortable with it. And right now, that's how I feel. But I don't want to be in the position where I'm like, ah, you know, I'm drinking. And I could just talk about whatever. Who cares if I sound stupid? I don't want to have to drink to do that. 
So I guess that's one goal that I certainly have with this. Is to just talk. Talk out loud. Yeah, I'm human. It's okay. I'm not always, I don't always have to make sense. I don't always have to be together. And I don't always have to be whatever other people think I should be. I can just be crazy Amy. And people will get it or they won't. And they'll listen or they won't. And it's like, do your thing. It's okay. (laughs) Anyways. Good night. (laughs) We'll chat soon.